Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. Going to be talking about the 2008 film, The Hurt Locker. Now, I haven't seen this movie in about a decade, and uh, it recently came out at Best Buy uh, in 4K for the first time. And I have a little story about the steelbook, but that's another thing I'll get to. Uh, the short version of this, if you've never seen the movie, it was nominated for nine Academy Awards. It won Best Picture. It won Best Director, the first female director. Um, it's early roles for Jeremy Renner and Anthony Mackie, plus big stars like Guy Pierce and Ray Fiennes and David Morse. Even uh, uh, Evangeline Lilly is in this film. And Catherine Bigelow, who directed Near Dark, Point Break, and a few other movies, uh, Strange Days, directed this movie. So if you haven't seen it, you need to see this movie. And I highly recommend the 4K. That would be the short version. Now let's get into it. The uh, little story I have, back in 2009, 2010, or whatever, when the movie was coming out on Blu-ray, Blu-ray was early at the time, and they were just starting to dabble with steelbooks. And I've always surmised that the company, either Lionsgate or Best Buy, were trying to use up the last of the DVD steelbooks. A few DVDs back in the day before Blu-rays came out, came out in steelbooks. I remember Highlander was one. Um, and then some of the first Blu-rays that were offered as Best Buy exclusive steelbooks, and there's two that I own, uh, Hurt Locker was one of them. And the other one was uh, The Safe House, I believe, with Ryan Reynolds and Denzel Washington. Both of those are in steelbooks, but they're long box steelbooks, like a DVD case size instead of Blu-ray case. And literally 99% of every other steelbook I own is Blu-ray size. So these have always stuck out in my collection, kind of been a sore thumb. And anyway, Hurt Locker is not a movie I pull out a whole lot. So fast forward to 2022, and for some reason, Best Buy gets the 4K exclusive, and it's a brand new steelbook. Now, as I mentioned in previous podcasts, Lionsgate's been doing an incredible job with their steelbooks. Ever since about, um, I think, Ghost in the Shell, the the U.S. remake, not the, well, they also released the anime. They've been releasing very nice, well-done steelbooks with original art and slipcovers. Now, most steelbooks before now here in the U.S. didn't come with slipcovers unless they were a Mondo steelbook, which is a specific line created by Mondo Comics um, or Mondo Art. So when I first saw these, I mean, the steelbooks are so nice, it's almost enticed me to buy movies that I didn't really like, um, like the latest Saw movie. It's a really nice steelbook, but I didn't really like the movie a whole lot. Um and a few others. But anyway, usually those are, when they come out, they come out at the very same time as the regular 4K, and you have a choice. And usually steelbooks are the same price or about $5 more. But for the Hurt Locker's release last week, um, it didn't come out in 4K anywhere else. You, you can get it in 4K with this steelbook at, at Best Buy, or you're not going to get it in 4K. And... It was number one in 4K sales of all the 4K movies that came out. It was number one, and you can only buy it at Best Buy. So that's an, that's a whole other discussion to have about uh, consumers. But anyway, 
I remember this movie. I remember it winning the award. I remember having to buy the Blu-ray. It was one of those Blu-rays you had to have back in the day because it had great sound. And it was filmed in 16 millimeter instead of 35 millimeter. So it, they wanted to create a documentary type, kind of grainy, you're there feel to the film. And I think they achieved that very well. So you wouldn't think it would look great on 4K, but it does. Uh, it's a very solid picture. The nighttime scenes are pretty grainy, but the daytime ones are not actually. Um, Colors are very solid, and the Dolby Atmos soundtrack, what an upgrade. Uh, it got really high marks back in the day on Blu-ray and 4K. They've upped to, to Atmos, and it just, it. I'm, I apologize to my neighbors tonight. <laughs> it was really loud. Um, a lot of deep bass stuff. Well, if you don't know what the movie's about, it's basically it takes place um, in the Iraq War with a bomb disposal unit. They have to find these these booby traps and stuff that are left in the middle of the street or on the side of the streets. That anyway, um, it's a very nail biting, intense experience. It is one of the first times I remember seeing Jeremy Renner. But I looked up his his list of credits, and I had seen him in a few other things. He had been acting um, eight, nine, ten years by the time he made this movie, and this was two years before he would show up in Thor as basically a cameo as Hawkeye. We didn't even know we were getting a real Hawkeye at that point in time. Uh, he also, the same year that he appeared in Thor, appeared in Mission Impossible Ghost Recon, or Ghost whatever it was called. Um and man, he must have got a better agent because, well, I guess it was being in an Academy Award winning film. Uh, he got better roles after this. But yeah, so this was an early role for him and a very early role for Anthony Mackie, who wouldn't join the Marvel Universe for another four or five years. Um, like I said, there's some other big actors in it. They're not in it as much, and, and I don't want to give away too many things. I'm talking about a movie that's over a decade old, so you should have seen it by now. But some of these actors are in the movie to make you you know, believe that anybody could be taken out at any time during the film. I don't know if Marvel casting had seen this movie, and that's why they wanted to put Jeremy Renner and Anthony Mackie together in scenes in some of the Marvel movies and the TV series and that kind of thing. Um, but, man, they've got chemistry. They work really well, and, and especially because they don't get along in the beginning of the film. This is one of the best war movies ever made. I, I didn't appreciate it as much then as I appreciate it now. Um, right up there with 1917 and one of some more recent movies, it just gives you that you're there kind of feel. And it's nail-biting stuff, the way these people have to, you know, time-sensitive action to disarm bombs before everybody explodes. It's a great movie, so I won't go on and on about it. You should know. I mean, it's 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. It was a <laughs> nine Academy Award nominations, one, two at least, um, and was made for like $10, $15 million and grossed $50 million, 49 point something, um, but won a lot of awards, and she went on to be nominated for other things. Um, Zero Dark Thirty was also nominated for Best Picture, so... She continued to have a career, but she hasn't done much lately. She was married to James Cameron for a couple years. I'm talking about Catherine Bigelow, by the way. If you've never seen Near Dark, it's available on Blu-ray, and hopefully one day it gets a 4K release. It's a it's a weird, a gritty vampire movie, but that showed me a lot of promise at her as a filmmaker, and she made Point Break next, which most people are shocked when they find out Point Break was directed by a woman because it's a, it's a great action movie, but... She's got an eye for action, and obviously if she was married for James Cameron, uh, married to James Cameron for a couple of years, she probably picked up a few tips and pointers. 
But the Hurt Locker, man, what an upgrade. Um, it's not going to blow you away like um, I watched the second Punisher movie yesterday. And it's 4K upgrade. The HDR made a huge difference in like neon signs and headlights and explosions and things like that. For this, the HDR did give you a lot of brightness. And there's some scenes towards the end where everything's on fire. <laughs> and so everything kind of has that orange glow. And there's serious flames actually in the film. And these are real flames, not CG. So they're bright. And, and that I, when I have to squint at the TV because things are too bright, like when they're in the desert and the sun hits it, that's... You know, that's good use of HDR, giving you the, the brightness and the and the contrast that you should get on today's 4K televisions with HDR and all the other goodies that come along with it. So Dolby Vision gets a thumbs up. The Dolby Atmos soundtrack gets a thumbs up. It's a great upgrade. It's a really cool steelbook. The artwork is nice with the slipcover and everything. It's All in all, I'm glad I revisited this movie. It's been a while since I've seen it, and uh, it's going to be one of the you know pride of my collection now. I, I, it's what a great film. And what great early performances from Jeremy Renner and Anthony Mackie and everybody in the movie, but those two just standout film and best picture of the year. So what more can you say about it? Check it out if you uh, have the 4K setup to completely enjoy all the, that it holds. It's available at Best Buy right now for about under 20 bucks. So grab it while you can. But It's limited edition. It will be gone soon. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My links are below. Thanks for checking out the podcast. I'm going to wrap things up. I'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>